If there's one thing I know for sure, it's that I'm going to say a little bit too much. This is Oversharing with me, Erica Shea. Welcome to another episode of Oversharing with Erica Shea. I'm super excited about this week because uh, I put up a little like box asking you guys things that you wanted me to talk about and things you'd want to hear in upcoming episodes. And someone suggested this one and I was already planning it as well. And on top of that, I actually am a bridesmaid in a wedding this upcoming weekend. So it just feels like the perfect time to do wedding season, baby. Um, I have been to so many weddings in the last, I don't even know, in the last two years, I think I've been to, I'm not exaggerating, I think 12 weddings, maybe even 13 or 14. Um, And so for me, I get asked a lot just in my daily life, like, oh my God, how do you do it? Isn't it exhausting? And a little bit, yeah, guys, a little bit, it is exhausting. But I'm going to actually break down for you like my personal tips and tricks and everything of being a guest, being a bridesmaid and being a maid of honor. Um, I've been a maid of honor three times in my life and I've been a bridesmaid two additional times to that. And then on top of that, I've been to so many weddings and have gone to bachelorette parties for weddings I wasn't necessarily in, like all of those things. So I think I'm going to start with guest. And the biggest thing about being a guest at a wedding is just like you're there to have fun and you're there to celebrate the couple. So don't drink too much before the ceremony. I know it's fun to like have a drink while you're getting ready with your gals and all of that, but don't be a little messy during the ceremony. Um, It's okay to cry, but like maybe <laughs> no like gasping sobs unless it just happens. It happens. Okay. And something that a lot of people like say to me or a lot of people ask me about is like, oh, you go to so many weddings. Like, do you ever say no to them? And the reality is I do. Like I had to miss a very, very good friend's wedding last year because I simply basically didn't have the funds to do it. It was a destination wedding and it broke my heart. But guess what? Saying no is better than going and being so stressed the whole time and being so worried about things and not being able to actually focus on the wedding and the celebration and everything. I'm so sad I missed it. But it was what it was. I mean, it was a point in my career where I couldn't really take the week off. Like there were so many things to it. So yes, sometimes you have to say no and it's okay to say no. Just call the bride or groom, whoever you're closest with, and explain to them like what's going on and then let it go. Like it's not about you. It's about them that weekend. Make sure you send a sweet gift. And that's that. It doesn't It doesn't have to be this whole thing. Um, some other notes when you are the guest of a wedding, especially for my girls, I feel like we often feel like we have to have a new dress for every wedding because of course we take photos with like all our friends and family and whoever are there. It's okay to outfit repeat. Especially so many weddings now have like the welcome dinner. So either the rehearsal dinner, if you're in it, or the welcome party the night before and you go and you have drinks and you see people and then the next day is the wedding. Especially with that welcome party, um, a lot of times we wear like semi-nice dresses, like sundresses and things like that. Just outfit repeat. It's not a big deal. You don't end up taking that many photos at the welcome party usually or the rehearsal dinner. And at the end of the day, no one cares but you. So even if you need to outfit repeat two weddings back to back, no one really cares, especially if it's something you feel good in, you have fun in, you can dance in because that's a huge thing. I just say go for it. I don't I don't think it's a big deal. Um, the one thing that is a big deal when you're a guest at a wedding, don't fucking wear white. I have seen so many people at weddings in the last two years wearing either straight up white dresses, which is just bizarre to me, or wearing like very white dresses with like very minimal florals on it and things. And I understand that, yes, when it's like patterned or it's florals, it's a little more okay. But I don't know. I'm just a pretty like hard and fast on that rule. Like I'm strong on that rule. I would never wear something that even comes off as white or cream 
to a wedding. I don't even wear white to like bridal showers, those kind of things. Um, usually not at all on a bachelorette party, you know, just because it's like, it's this bride's one moment, let them have their one moment. And you, I swear to God, you guys, the day that whenever the time comes for me to get married, if I have guests in white, I'm going to be so annoyed. I'm going to be so annoyed. So uh, granted, actually, maybe the bride, like once you're the bride, you don't even notice it, right? Like maybe you aren't even thinking about it. You really don't care. But I'm just saying, don't wear fucking white. Okay. Another thing as the guest, the bride and groom typically really want people to dance. So please get your ass on the dance floor, especially for the first couple songs. After that, I get it. You got to go grab a drink. You want to catch up with some people, but like make sure the dance floor is going off. And in terms of drinks, if you can at all avoid it, if they are offering plastic, do not bring glass onto the dance floor. I've been to so many weddings where glasses shatter on the dance floor. And I will be honest at my oldest sister's, I was the one who shattered the glass on the dance floor with it. I would think it was the very first song too. So no glass on the dance floor. If they're offering uh, plastic cups, take those. If they're not, just go set your glass down on like either your table or a table right near the dance floor. And between songs like or between moments of like really good songs, just run back, drink, 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 run back. So yeah, like you can still drink. You can leave your glass on another table or whatever. But I think it's important that you remember to get out on the dance floor because otherwise sometimes it's like the dance floor doesn't last that long and then you blink and the dancing's over and you like kind of missed it. Also, please know your drink limits because there's nothing worse than like a super, super drunk guest at a wedding who can't function and then it becomes the bride and groom's problem. Like you're a guest. Don't become the bride and groom's problem. And also don't become the maid of honor's problem. Okay. And with that, I say alternate your alternate your drinks with water because Also, when you're dancing, often it's like sweaty and dehydrating and you'll thank me the next day. (laughs) Honestly, you'll thank me the next day. Like there's nothing worse than a wedding hangover. And I can say that because I've had some really bad ones. Now, when you are a bridesmaid, this is like such an important piece of this because being a bridesmaid is one, an honor and you should always be excited to do it. And if you're not excited to do it, you should figure out a way to say respectfully, no, either you can't afford it or use like it just doesn't fit into your life at that time. Those are okay things, but like be there for your friends. Okay. That's all I'm going to say. Here's the deal with being a bridesmaid. Absolutely. No drama comes from you. No drama comes from you. End of story. It's your friend's wedding day. You literally get to do this once as like a bridesmaid in your friend's wedding or your sister's wedding, whatever it is, like just enjoy it and make sure that they're enjoying it. Things I like to do is like offer to make a playlist for them and like get their vibe on what music they want and those kinds of things. Um, But the other like big things is make sure your dress is altered and steamed with plenty of time. I mean, altered with plenty of time before the event and steamed as in someone should bring a steamer to getting ready. Okay. Because you're going to want to steam those dresses. You're going to want them to look great in photos. Those photos are so important to your bride and you don't want to be the one that like looks bajiggity. Thank you to Tinks, by the way, for me saying the words wobbly and bajiggity lately. Like, awesome. So dress altered and steamed. A big thing. I always, even if the bride is like, oh, I don't really mind. Whatever you want to do, like run your shoes by them. You never know if they're like, oh, that color is weird. I don't know. Most bridesmaids just wear nude shoes, but some brides really want all their bridesmaids to have the same shoes, you know. So just make sure you run those things by them. They'll let you know. I also like to run like my nail color by my bride. I don't know because like some people are really cool with you doing like designs and stuff on your nails and some are like, can you just do like a basic neutral? You don't have to have them done a certain way, just like not anything crazy. So, you know, and then accessories like necklaces, earrings. A lot of times brides give you something to wear. 
but also they don't usually give you everything to wear, right? So like if they give you earrings, great, please wear those (laughs) if they give them to you on their wedding day. Um, But otherwise, I like to do just like a very simple like dangly, sparkly earring that like isn't going to ruffle feathers. In the weeks leading up to the wedding, I think it's super important to text, call, hang out with your bride and just make sure if there's anything she needs, like ask if she needs help with the seating chart, ask if she needs anything day of that you can do and like keep in mind. Um, If she doesn't want to spend the night before with her fiance, make sure that she's all set for that because like in this wedding coming up this week, the bride has two sisters, but they, you know, one has kids and so she's going to be with them and the other is sharing a room with someone. And so she realized kind of like this week that she didn't necessarily have a place to stay. So she's staying with me, which I'm honored. She's been my best friend for literally 23 years and it makes me so happy. But, you know, just like little things that you wonder if they've thought of, just make sure that they have. Also, if you're getting hair and makeup done, um, they often want you to wear like a button down or something that's really easy to take on and off over your hair and makeup when it's done. So it, I, I think of those things all the time. I just check in with the bride, make sure we're all set. Another, probably the biggest thing to think about when you're a bridesmaid is that this day is not about you. It is so much fun. It feels like, honestly, preparing to be a bridesmaid sometimes feels a little bit like your day in a way, because it's like your thing that you've probably thought about and were excited about for so long. And you like get your spray tan and you get your nails done and you get your hair and makeup done. Like those things are so much fun. But like when you are a bridesmaid, it's just it's just not about you. So yes, you do all these things preparing for it and you get your dress and you're excited and all of that. But like at the end of the day, if you don't like your hair or makeup or you don't like how something's fitting, like that's fine. Those things happen. You can fix your hair or makeup. Just remember, like I always bring my hair and stuff and makeup stuff with me so I can fix whatever I need if I'm like, oh, I don't really love how this is done, whatever. I just think it's important to remember that like it's not the bride's problem. So if you're like, I don't love my makeup, that's okay. Go ahead and fix it. Don't make a big deal out of it. But just the bride doesn't need to know, honestly. And she can find out later. Like, that's fine. If you're like, oh my God, LOL, you know, weeks after the wedding, you're like, I actually touched up my whole makeup. I did it myself. But in that moment, she needs to just feel at peace. She needs to be excited and I don't think that I've been with many brides who are quote unquote stressed, but there is a feeling of like, this is the one time I'm going to do this and like taking it all in and you don't want to be this like negative piece of that, right? So it's just important to remember, make sure the moms are comfortable. Usually the bride and groom's moms are both getting ready with you. Talk to them, especially if you don't know, maybe the groom's mom as well. Those things are just like little things that make the day so much fun. Take a lot of photos. I like to take photos and videos of everything because otherwise they don't get a ton of like day of photos, like getting ready and all that. Um, A lot of times their photographers or videographers will come at some point and take photos and things. But, you know, just like it's so fun to have those memories saved. And one of the last things for being just a bridesmaid is know what your bride wants from you. Like, does your bride want you to be like a dance floor patrol? Does she need help with like bustling her gown that night and her maid of honor can't do it or something does she need you to be on like make sure there's no drunk people doing crazy shit patrol she probably won't have much for you to do honestly like I feel like every bride I've had is like just please have so much fun and please make sure other people are having fun but it's good to just check in and be like is there anything you need me to do today like is there anything that like you just want to make sure gets done or is handled or whatever because I will do it so it's just like really it's just like being a not shitty friend that day And remembering that someday or maybe previously already, you had your moment. This is theirs. 
let them be who they're going to be. Let them need what they need. All that. Okay. My maids of honor. Maid of maids of honor. Maid maids of honor. Yeah. Um, I've been a maid of honor three times. Every time was vastly different. Um, I was co actually every time that I've been the maid of honor, I was in a way a co maid of honor because um both my sisters and then with my best friend Christine, her sister was the matron of honor. So. In terms of the bachelorette party, and I really want to do an entire episode on bachelorette parties someday because I think that there's so much there and little details that you don't think about that really make things special. In terms of the bachelorette party, it's so nice to have someone to help you plan. Even if you just pick one of the other bridesmaids and say like, hey, can you help me because I, I just like need it? I think it's a great move. You need someone else who kind of can help you <laughs> plan all that. It's a lot. In terms of the day of, again, make sure that your sister or your best friend, whoever it is, know like knows that you will do whatever you need that day. Make sure you check in with them leading up. Don't make it about you. Even be, being the maid of honor, it feels even more like, oh, it's kind of like a special day for me. And like it is. But again, it's not about you. If you think you're going to cry, make sure you grab tissue and bring it up to the altar with you because you don't want to fuck up that makeup <laughs> that you just got done. And I'm assuming that you're getting hair and makeup professionally done, by the way. I know a lot of people don't, but in the weddings I've been in, we always do. Which, by the way, personally, one of my favorite things about being in weddings, I think it just makes the day even more special, um, and I love it. In terms of actually like the services, make sure the bride doesn't need your help. Usually, think the moms kind of handle the payment that day, and people like send money or whatever it is, you know. But just make sure that the bride doesn't need help with that. Um, maybe the day or the week leading up, just be like, hey, do you need to bring cash for that? Whatever. As well as like checking on if they need help with service people, there are little things you can do that make a big difference. I liked to bring deodorant and like face setting powder, um, maybe throw a couple bobby pins, a flosser in your little clutch. Like these are little things that you can throw in that if the bride is in a panic, like I think I smell bad or like I need perfume or whatever it is. It's so simple. You just want to like think ahead and probably that comes from me working events and I always used to like make sure I had gum and mints and like extra pens and things like that. But you just want to like think ahead of things they might need. And by the way, you might need them too. So just throw them in your bag and then you just like have their back. Don't drink too much before your speech. It's easy to get kind of caught up if there is like a cocktail hour because you're so excited. You're seeing people. You're you're like relieved. The ceremony's over. Um, side note, I have a weird thing where I have almost passed out in two wedding ceremonies. <laughs> and again, like... It ain't about me. So avoiding passing out during a wedding ceremony is something I'm working on tips for. Um, I know you're like not supposed to lock your knees. I think it's a lot of like it's so much adrenaline when you're walking down the aisle and then suddenly you just stand there for a little bit. So if you're like me, I like to know how long the ceremony is going to be like about and deep breaths. If you get a little like, ooh, I don't feel super great. Just deep breaths. Remind yourself it's probably going to be over soon. And then just try to focus in on exactly like what the words they're saying. Um, I don't know what it is about a, a wedding altar. Like something about it just makes me want to pass out. So specifically when I was a maid of honor at my friend Christine's wedding, I was up there shaking so hard just thinking to myself, you can't go down. You can't go down. You can't go down and ruin this. <laughs> so and I didn't. I ended up being fine. She had no idea uh, until I told her, of course. Um, but yes, don't drink too much before the speech because it it is like the ceremony's over. You're seeing friends, you're seeing family, you're talking to people. You know, everyone's like, "Oh my god, you look beautiful!" And you're like t doing a whole thing. You're probably drinking champagne. You want to be able to deliver that speech with a damn like bang. 
Um, I definitely drank a little too much before my oldest sister's speech. My middle sister and I rapped. We were drunk. Or actually, I should say I was drunk. So um, that was a lesson learned. I made sure for the following speeches I didn't drink that much before. Um, I didn't do anything crazy. I just think I probably looked a little drunk. So if you you know, are someone who's nervous about the speech, I highly recommend one drink before. But also, you're always going to be a little nervous because it's so important. Even at Christine's wedding, like I'm so comfortable with speaking. Obviously, I think that my speech knocked it out of the park that day. Even then, I know I was nervous up there. I was a little shaky. Yeah, it is what it is. I am happy to answer a ton of questions on maid of honor speeches or wedding speeches in general. If you have any, just DM me. It's at Erica Shea with three A's. So E-R-I-C-A-S-H-E-A-A-A on Instagram. I really think that there's like a great rule to make a great speech and that's having like a little bit of a full circle moment in it. So just kind of think of like a theme that you can tie through the speech doesn't need to be long, doesn't need to be a whole big story. It definitely doesn't need to be about you two. It's a little bit about you and the bride. And then the rest is about how the groom has changed the bride or made her life better or like in what ways you love the groom the way you love your friend. Like there's just little things you can do, um, but just make sure you don't talk too much about yourself because how many times do I have to say it? It's not about you. So after the speech is done, you can totally drink some more. But again, don't get too drunk because you're the maid of honor. And look, everyone gets drunk at the wedding. So that's totally fine. But like, make sure you're drinking water. Make sure you maybe had some like PDLA or some liquid IVs earlier in the day. Those are game changers. At my friend Tammy's wedding, us bridesmaids were drinking liquid IVs kind of throughout the day in preparation. And I think it was a good call. Make sure you ask when you're the maid of honor, make sure you check in with your bride every once in a while and see if she has to pee. It's that simple. You know, You she might need help with her dress and going to the bathroom. That is your job. And lastly, it just make sure the day is special and make sure you remember, like try to remember as much as you can and try to be as present as possible. And I would say also during the like reception part, try to take as many like candid photos as you can of just kind of what's going on around you. Because the thing is, they don't usually get their photos the next day. So if you have like a couple good photos that you can send to the bride and groom the next day as they're either leaving for their honeymoon or just having a day to themselves, whatever it is, I think it's special. Um, And that's something I'm trying to do more of as like a both a guest and a bridesmaid or maid of honor. I think taking photos in moments that are beautiful is great as long as I'm not crazy about like photos during the ceremony. I'll be honest. So um yeah, just try to be like really present and make sure you're really celebrating this couple. I have a whole thing. I believe we should be celebrated for so much more than marriage and babies. And we'll do a whole podcast on that someday. Like uh, if you haven't listened to Tinks though, I something it's something about your 30s. So she has a great podcast on that. But um, as much as I believe we should be celebrated for so much more than simply getting married and having babies, I also think these are like huge, huge, huge moments in our lives that we've thought about and we've planned for. I mean, for me... I can't even remember a time when I wasn't thinking about my like wedding someday. So I hope that when I it I hope that when it's my time, people are present and excited and want to party and want to dance and want to have fun and want to celebrate the amazing thing that is like finding a life partner because it is amazing. It's so especially I'm just thinking a lot about this wedding coming up this weekend and it's like 
I'm, I'm speaking at the rehearsal dinner, so I don't want to say too much, but it's just like amazing to me when two people literally fit together so perfectly and they make each other's lives better without taking away anything. Like, I feel like I don't, it's incredible. And finding like a really great partner is something to be celebrated. And I, I want all of you who maybe sometimes get stressed about the amount of like weddings you're in or going to just remember, like if your time hasn't come, it will, if your time did come, like you had all these people at your wedding. So you got to get out there and have fun and make sure you're just in the moment with them. Um, Love is like magical. (laughs) And I sound like such a nerd. But like when you really, really think about it, finding someone that you like enough to be like, you want to do this forever is amazing. So just, you know, if you're feeling stressed, because sometimes I get stressed about the amount of travel and weddings I have. Just remember how incredible it is when two people are like, let's do this thing for a long time. And uh, that usually resets me a little bit. So I just some main things to think about. You can always say no if you can't like cannot handle being in a wedding or even going to a wedding. I understand so many weddings are travel these days. So many things to go into it. And if you can't do it, you can't do it. And that is okay. But for me, And I actually was talking to my therapist about this yesterday. For me, it's the most special thing in the world to be there. And people often tell me like, you should learn to say no. And I totally agree that there are times when it's important to say no. And there have, like I said, been times that I had to say no. But I've not really like, once I'm there, I don't regret going. And so think long and hard about if you're going to say no to something because it is hard to miss out on something really important. Sometimes life that like sometimes life gets in the way and you have to, but, um, it's really beautiful to be there and see these moments and weddings are the most fun in the world. Um, being there for my friends and getting to celebrate these moments are something I really cherish. So that's my encouragement to you is like, forget about the money and forget about how crazy it's going to be. And just remember you get to do this hopefully once, maybe twice. (laughs) That's how I feel about it. If you guys have any questions on this, DM me. If you wanted me to do a part two on this, I would love to like have one of my friends who is recently a bride come on the podcast and talk more about the bride experience. Obviously, that's not one I have experience with. Um, So I'm super open to that. Just let me know if it's something you're interested in. And if it's not, no big deal. Then this was just our wedding season episode, okay? I'll talk to you guys later. Make sure you subscribe, like, comment, comment, review. (laughs) Do all the things. Follow me on Instagram. So you can stay up to date and we'll have new episodes every Tuesday morning. All right. Bye.